are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And on a Monday, we're back with you again, everybody. It is another installment of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you Monday, May 18th, a wet and cold Monday into a Tuesday, May 19th. Hope everybody's doing well. Had a good weekend. And now we kind of sit around and wait. I got a, an interesting text message today from my old buddy Sam Evalt, former uh, buddy at uh, U of D Jesuit, now at Michigan State. I actually took over for Sam at, at U of D for three years. And Sam established an unbelievable uh, communications journalism program. And I was honored to uh, take over for him. But Sam texted me, said, you know, now has got to be the tough time doing this podcast. <laughs> Isn't it like it's it's the downtime? It's the dead time, and it's like, yep. Now you got to come up with material, and uh, this is why uh, they pay us the big bucks. But certainly off season and, and, and talking about workouts, some free agents still available, everything else. But we got a lot to discuss, and we will right here on the program today. New sponsor today, our good friends and new friends at Mima Remedies, a CBD company. Check them out online at Mima. M-I-A, M-I-M-A, excuse me, Mima, M-I-M-A, remedies.com. And we're brought to you by, of course, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Go to builtbar.com, throw in Locked On as your uh, promo code and get $10 off your first order. All right, on the uh, podcast today, I am not going to spend all day talking about Matthew Stafford's house being for sale. I'm not doing it. But Kelly Stafford made a very interesting point. And can I give a shout-out to mom and dad, Kelly and Matthew? I will do that coming up momentarily. Also, one national person thinks the Detroit Lions could be the biggest sleeper team in the NFL. And then on the other side, another national pundit, pundit, Bill Barnwell from ESPN, he says the Lions offseason was terrible. So opinions all over the board today right here on this very show you can follow us on twitter at dairy speaks d-e-r-y speaks at locked on lions and also the matt dairy facebook fan page as well uh love your comments love you guys reaching out we appreciate you doing that if you missed any of the last couple of weeks on the show subscribe on on itunes or apple podcasts find us uh and follow us on spotify we did these division crossovers uh first with the nfc South, or excuse me, first with the AFC South, then with the NFC South, and it was a lot of fun. So all the teams that the Lions are going to see, um, at least eight of them, outside of the division, um, we had on the uh, program, uh, and and they're locked on hosts the last couple of weeks, and it was a lot of fun. So I I appreciate uh, those folks um, for for joining us. Actually, those are all the teams that they're playing, because they play... Um, the rest of the teams twice in the division, right? I think I got that right. Um, so again, follow us on Twitter and, and leave a review on iTunes if you want. All right, let's start. You know, sometimes you want the good news or the bad news first. Sometimes your parents used to say that to you, or sometimes you said that to your parents. Hey, mom and dad, I got good news and bad news. Which one do you want first? So which one do you guys want first, the good news or the bad news? I'm going to go with the bad news first. We'll leave or the good news first. We'll leave, or the bad news first. We'll leave the good news second. Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com uh, did a piece recently, and it says 
ranking the NFL teams with the worst off-seasons, Barnwell on the Texans, Patriots, Packers, and more. And he went from ranking them from worst to best. ESPN's Bill Barnwell. He writes, quote, with the NFL universe on pause, now seems like a good time to continue our big picture look into how each organization did during the player acquisition period of the offseason. Over the next four days, I'm going to run through all 32 teams and rank the work they did from worst to first. Uh-oh. Not good news, right? This is uh, not going to be a good thing. Because you just have a feeling with Barnwell that here's where we're going with this. The worst offseason out of 32 teams that Bill Barnwell says is the Houston Texans. We all know about um, them trading away DeAndre Hopkins, uh, getting David Johnson back. Some of their signings were a little bit uh, mis- misread, according to Barnwell. Whatever. Bradley, Roby, Randall Cobb, etc. Houston Texans have had the worst offseason, according to Barnwell. Second worst offseason, the Chicago Bears coming in at number 31. The Nick Foles pickup. Jimmy Graham deal. Uh, a lot of different things. They don't like it. Barnwell doesn't like it. Third worst offseason, the New England Patriots at number 30. <clears throat> and then at number 29, the fourth worst offseason, the Detroit Lions. Barnwell says what went right. They went all in on rebuilding their secondary, trading Darius Slay, replacing him with Desmond Trufant, drafting Jeff Okuda. They like that. Trading for safety, Deron Harmon. They like that. What went wrong, says Barnwell. Quote, Coach Matt Patricia and General Manager Bob Quinn elected to rebuild most of their defense by acquiring the players Bill Belichick didn't want to keep. A move that typically turns out poorly for other teams. Jamie Collins' three-year, $30 million deal seemed particularly... Uh, uh, so seemed particularly onerous for a linebacker who was a mess outside of New England during his run with Cleveland. The Lions will now start four former Patriots on defense in Collins, Harmon, Flowers, and Shelton. They look perilously thin along the defensive line, and while Belichick has been able to mold middling players into contributors across his front seven, Patricia's players have been generally been better elsewhere than they were playing for him in Detroit. Uh, he went on to say the Lions weren't able to parlay the number three draft pick into a betting war. Um, didn't like the pick of DeAndre Swift. Quote, this isn't a roster that can afford to use second-round picks on running backs. What they could have done differently, Barnwell said, resisted the urge to go after as many former Patriots as possible. The Lions couldn't trade down in the first round. They should have used their second rounder on a position that's tougher to fill than halfback. What's left to do? Quote, add defensive line help. Detroit signed Nick Williams to a two-year deal after he impressed with the Bears in his first significant stretch of pro action as a 29-year-old, but he needs another pass rusher. They need another pass rusher in the mix. I'd love to see the Lions sign Jadavian Clowney, but more realistically, they, they could be a landing spot for somebody like Jabal Sheard. I've said that on the edge, or Marcel Darius on the interior. Hey, one of those guys used to play for the Patriots. Yes, Jabal Sheard did. So there you go. Bill Barnwell says the Lions offseason was the fourth worst in the entire NFL. Only the Patriots, Bears, and Texans were worse. 
Um, is, is, you know, it really looks like Barnwell is focused a lot on the defensive line. And the fact that they took DeAndre Swift and didn't take a defensive lineman. Of course, they could have had Ross Blacklock or, or, or one of the D tackles. That is true. I still like the choice of DeAndre Swift, and I'm not going to go on Barnwell's side here. To call it the fourth worst offseason in the entire NFL, I think is a little bit harsh. Good news is the Packers had the sixth worst, and the Bears had the second worst. So that's a good sign for the Lions, who of course are going to be playing those teams um, a lot this year. So, yeah, I I mean, you know, if we want to go there, we can go there. Um, I I don't necessarily agree with all of that. Uh, I I think the Lions draft was really, really good. What went right, he didn't mention that the Lions could have two starting guards from the fourth round. Or the late third round, Jonah Jackson, and the fourth round in Logan Stenberg. The Lions needed to upgrade the offensive line, and I think they did that. Now, if Halatali Vitae, Big V, is going to be an upgrade over Rick Walker, that or Rick Walker, Rick Wagner, that remains to be seen. To call this the fourth worst offseason, I'm not ready to go there. I don't love their free agent class, and I agree about Jamie Collins. He better be good. But these former Patriots, Collins, Deron Harmon, who I like, Trey Flowers, who didn't do much for me last year. I wasn't impressed with him at all. And Danny Shelton, who's fine. Yeah, they, 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 they did a lot of reshuffling of the deck chairs. But I think that's a little bit harsh to go that far. So there you go. Positive news. A national radio host thinks the Lions may just have may might just might be the biggest sleeper team in the NFL. First, I want to tell you about our new sponsor. That would be Mima Remedies. They are a CBD company providing full spectrum CBD hemp oil and flower, and they're owned right here by Michigan people, Michigan State alums, and Southwest Michigan residents. Only two ingredients: USDA certified organic M- MCT. Oil derived from coconuts, all right? CO2 extracted full-spectrum CBD from hemp organically grown in Oregon, where MEMA founder Brandon Denler got his start in the industry working with other Michigan State alums. Go Spartans. Go Green. To celebrate, go Green, see, get it? To celebrate MEMA's first season growing their own hemp right here in Michigan, we're giving Locked On Lions listeners 25% off at Mima, M-I-M-A, Remedies.com. If you're looking for some CBD oil, Mima Remedies is the place to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 25% off at MimaRemedies.com. Full-spectrum extract retains turpins and flavor of hemp flower, no additives or flavoring. All products, third-party lab tested, always below 0.3% THC. Find Mima on Instagram, at Mima Remedies, Facebook, and at MimaRemedies.com. If you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, Mima is a match made right here in Michigan. Welcome back to Locked On Lions on a Monday. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Podcast Network. All right, the bad news was first. Bill Barnwell says the Lions had the fourth worst offseason in the entire NFL. I thought the Packers offseason was worse. 
I thought the Panthers offseason was worse. Those teams weren't even mentioned yet. Let's talk positivity. Yes, Pat McAfee of the Pat McAfee Radio Show on CBS Sports Radio. He likes the Lions. Listen to this. The headline on SI.com. Could the Lions be the biggest sleeper team in the NFL? Take a listen to McAfee, who seems to... And he's got all these co-hosts. I don't know who these guys are, but one of them is a Lions fan. Take a listen to this. Lions might not suck this year. I don't think so. <laughs> Rodgers is running out of time. Stafford's the best quarterback in the division. Why not us? Well, a lot of people would say the reason why is because the last 70 years or so has said that you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, we're past that, though. Past that. What can? You, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. Lose. That's what you guys have done. Uh, come on. Yep, and tie. That's yeah, something you yeah. guys have done. Uh, yep. We're good at tying. But, but... Eight, nine games, the Detroit Lions are in the lead. Will they next year be able to get over the hump? Matt Patricia's third year there, didn't get fired. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought he was going to get fired. You still got the superstar, Matt Prater, kicking balls and playing quarterback for you. Matthew Stafford comes back from a broken freaking back. Oh. Are the Lions the hottest team in the NFL next season at this time? Are we saying that? Probably. I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Pat, it's been a weird year. Why not the Lions this year? Weird year is an understatement yep. uh, at this point. Florida says all pros, I mean UFOs, two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. UFOs got confirmed two weeks ago. And who yeah, cares? No one, no one cares. Who cares? <laughs> ah. Ah, who cares? Ah, who cares? Ah, who cares? What we've only been talking about is when are sports going to come back and how crazy 2020 is. The unemployment rate is at a level that I don't think America's ever seen. But there's more people on unemployment right now than there's ever been before or something like that. I mean, there's people being locked in their houses saying, hey, I'm ready to get outside. I'll roll the dice. you got the Blue Angels flying overhead. Say, hey, come celebrate with us, which means everybody's going to come out onto the streets. You're allowed to go to the grocery store and elbow people for some avocados, but you're not allowed to go to a restaurant. 2020 is insane. If the Detroit Lions were to win, people would say that was the craziest thing that had ever happened in the year 2020. I'll take it. I'll take that all day. (laughs) Now, here's the thing that's pretty funny about Pat McAfee and his uh, band of renown right there. Number one, yes, it is 2020. And if there is going to be a weird year and a crazy year to do it, it would be this year. Because this year has been absolutely bizarre from... So many, so many standpoints, to use a Matt Patricia phrase, and uh, of course with the pandemic and everything else. That's number one. Um, would they be the biggest sleeper team in the NFL? Well, look, Mr. Davis from USA Today, Nate Davis, who had the Lions winning three games last year, has them winning, and he was right spot on, uh, has them winning seven this year. So that's a good sign because Nate Davis was the big prognosticator of the year last year. He was crystal ball guy. Um. I look at at some of these other teams that could be sleepers. You know, everybody thought the Cleveland Browns last year were going to be so, 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 so good, and they were so, so horrible. Uh, they'll have a bounce back year, but they're not a sleeper. They're still sexy. The Lions aren't sexy. Remember one thing about Pat McAfee. There have been rumors for weeks that Pat McAfee wants back in and that Pat McAfee might want to punt again after a couple of years of retirement. The Detroit Lions need a punter. Is Pat McAfee kissing up to the Lions by saying these nice things about him? Now, again, it sounded like it was one of his co-host dudes that was sort of making those comments. But, look, sleeper, uh, you never know. 
you know, I, 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 I'm hopeful. We're all hopeful. They need to be a sleeper team. They need to win. Nobody is going to pick them to do anything, especially in the NFC North. The Lions' schedule on paper doesn't look that more that difficult, but if you go by winning percentage from last year, it's difficult because the division's really good. They're playing Minnesota twice. That's an 11-12 win team. Green Bay twice. That's a 10-11 win team. And Chicago twice, who had an off year last year and still finished 8-8. Eight and eight. That does not help the Lions' strength of schedule at all, playing those two teams, those three teams, twice. Sleeper team. You know, I, I look up and I go, who would be the sleepers in the NFL? Who would be some team? See, all the, there's, there's people that always make a case for a lot of different teams. People like the Raiders. Would they really be a sleeper team? You know, Arizona. Would they really be a, I guess they'd be a sleeper because, you know, they were bad last year. But, but Kyler Murray is, again, a very sexy person to talk about in terms of talent. But nobody's going to pick the Lions to do anything but maybe finish third. Like Nate Davis from USA Today did the other day, saying seven and nine. Nobody will pick them to finish second behind Green Bay or Minnesota, or of course first. Nobody. So could they be the biggest sleeper? Yes. Will they be is another story. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. All right, Built Bar, folks, the best tasting protein bar ever, and I can concur with this. If you have not had a Built Bar, check them out. I took a couple to my son this weekend. He tried the peanut butter, and he went, Dad, these are really good. They taste just like a candy bar. I said, dude, how about this peanut butter one? 130 calories. That's it. He's like, get out of here. I go, I swear. And he didn't say get out of here. He used other language. Shame on him. Protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors. They're soft, chewy. They t- It's like a Three Musketeers or a Snickers. But it's a protein bar, not candy. They range anywhere from 110 calories to 170. That's it. I mean, I I saw a a kind bar at the store the other day that was 210 calories. Those are terrible. Built bars are the way to go. The great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. I love that mint brownie one, the mint brownie delight. Ooh, baby. So good. Locked on Lions listeners, that's you. Right now, I want you to go to BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. That means you, Nathan Litke. That means you, Eastside Paul. That means you, Dan Zach. $10 off your first order. Just go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Mo, that means you. $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Dot com B-U-I-L-T bar.com. All right, final thing here on Lockdown Lions on a Monday. Um, Matthew Stafford is selling his house in Bloomfield Township. It's been all over the news. All over the news. Matt Stafford's real estate agent says the family's looking for homes in Birmingham. But, of course, this caused a stir because any time a player sells their home, you know what happens. Tom Brady sold his house last year. Oh, my God, the world came to an end. He's leaving Boston. Then he did. You know, this happens a lot. Players put their houses for sale, and people freak out thinking they're not going to stay in that city anymore. 
Stafford was on the conference call last week. It was either Thursday or Friday. I think it was Thursday. And I was on this said conference call. And he even mentioned that now that they're that Kelly's expecting their fourth child, the one thing that's difficult for them is making sure their kids aren't running into the ocean on the beach if they're down in Atlanta uh, or, or the pool or whatever they're talking about. Keeping the kids away from the water. Kelly Stafford hit Instagram to explain, quote, no speculation is needed. We're about to have our fourth child, and I personally do not want to live on a lake or have a pool with four children under the age of a little over three. So that's the reason that this house is on the market. It makes us super sad. That house has been incredible. We'll never own a house like it. So it's a super sad thing, but it just makes us feel better knowing that there's no real dangers of having any tiny ones running around all the bodies of water. That's the reason, end quote. And again, this is like an over $6 million house, Bloomfield Township, right there on the water. Props to Matthew and Kelly Stafford. I know they take a lot of heat. I know people make fun of Kelly because she posts on Instagram. You got really little kids, including twins, and now another baby on the way. I think these kids are like four, two, and now a baby coming. That's a lot. That's a handful for parents to be making sure that nobody's running into the pool or running into the lake. And the Staffords seem like great parents. So I got to give it up to them. They're going to find a house, Birmingham or wherever they want to go, and not be in this gigunda mansion anymore. But they want to be away from the water. So there you go. Stafford's uh, house was 12,295 square feet. There's water everywhere. 1867 Long Point Drive in Bloomfield Township. On sale for 6.5 mil. Whew. How about that? They split time between their house in Atlanta this offseason and Newport Coast, California. So, um, beautiful home. Jeff Barker from Max Brook Realtors. Sold them their house before they had children. I give them credit. They're being good parents. There's water everywhere. There's there's fountains, the pool, and the lake. They want to be um, safe. They want their kids to be safe. Um, so good for them. I think it's the safe play, and it doesn't mean they're leaving. You know, their kids are three. I'm sorry, three, two. And now another baby coming. Those are some young kids running around. Our Locked On Lions today brought to you by Built Bar and by Mima Remedies CBD. Thank you for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow.